beloved online sons today is a Q&A part 5 is it part 5 yeah I wrote part 5 okay part 5 so we have Q&A's because every time I'm speaking then I like to see from your questions I come to know where you're at so I'm not like a train running ahead and you know you're all still behind but of course my words are spread and they are live uh, try not to understand anything with your head it's the spirit of understanding that quickens things to us. So you can come and just hear the word and then one day it'll just pop because the responsibility is not new to sort of understand. It's the spirit of understanding that will bring things alive to you, okay? So just come and let the words fall to you. So I, I told you to send me questions. <clears throat> Today I have a lot of questions. Um, so every time you all message me, 70% of your questions have to do with relationships another 15% healing, another 15% finances. And I always see maximum is relationship problems, okay? And we discussed this on Bible study. Um, relationships, hear the message on the Lion King. The Lion King, it's a very good message. It's filled with truth and um, <clears throat> it's just got so many truths in it. So hear it, I'll, I'll share a few things. I'd like to read a scripture can we take 1 John 3, 1 John, 1 John 3 verse 8, 1 John 3 verse 8, okay? So I'm, I'm taking scriptures because I've read your questions, so a lot of these will make sense here. 1 John 3 verse 8, for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Why are you here? Why are you here? Jesus, uh, 1 John 3, verse 8. 1 John 3, verse 8. Yeah, yeah, you've got it right. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Jesus is the first son. After he died and rose again, they came, there came about many sons. He is the first born again among many brethren okay that's why after he rose again he said now you will do the same things as him that's why you can lay hands on the sick they're getting well you know why because you became another son that's why it says after jesus rose again he says now if you forgive the sins of any they're forgiven if you don't forgive they're not forgiven but before that only he could do it and the Pharisees decided to take stones to throw, hit, throw at him because they were like, who is this man who says that he has power to forgive sins? Yeah, who is this man? But then so did he make you that kind of man after Jesus got rose again. Okay, so now what are you? It says here, for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That's what you're doing. That's what Jigar is doing when he goes and lays hands. He's destroying the works, works of the devil. Okay, so I'm going to read the first one. It said, I'm not taking your names, I'm just reading your questions. Yeah. The uncle whom Jigar prayed has just got discharged and he got a message right now. Okay. Uh, everything, okay, so let me read this. We have understood in that our family is a recipient of all the blessings because of us, but what about people outside our family? How can they be partakers of the Father's goodness? Get saved. Get saved. Okay? All the promises of God are yes and amen for you in Christ. That's why even your family, that's what, what, what does Psalm 91 says? 
see that nothing can come near my tent all your family members it says all my children will be taught by the lord okay all the inheritance my whole family will get saved all of the inheritance if you come into the kingdom then there is a covering that comes upon your whole family for example it says that noah was a righteous man but doesn't call his children or his family but because of noah even his family is in the ark and is saved because of him so there's a covering that comes upon you and that's why i said that it's um, it's not a formula okay <clears throat> now don't make everything that i'm preaching i there are many times where i've gone laid hands on my mom i've spoken health sometimes i haven't and i'm not saying do one and not the other i'm just saying i see sometimes that apart from my speaking and my laying hands and even if i didn't it's the blood that's holding her so you can and it's okay and you'll see it and even if i have not i've seen that the blood is working see when you came into christ your last week's message i speak on the blood we took from exodus remember when god said just put the blood and then it was on the doorpost on the lentil right on the left on the right and on the top and then the instruction that was given is go inside remember jesus is called the door every door opens to somewhere there's no door that doesn't open to somewhere every door leads somewhere he is called the door when you entered him you've come on the other side you've come back home to your father never to go out again and everything your whole life is in the blood it's like in the ark souls your whole family so the devil suggests and gives you lies that oh they're not it's outside and let's go fight and that's the rest that no my whole family and everything about me is in the blood okay that's what it says that we're seated in Christ he who dwells in the secret place of the most high what is the secret place of the most high what is the secret place under the shadow of my wings all of those coverings no evil will touch you even things planned in the darkness or oh, will not come against you all of that is in Christ it's in the blood okay that's where you get the mercy seat everything has got to do with blood and the more you start understanding blood it will come alive to you you realize it's not about oh she spoke so i have to command oh she didn't speak i don't have to command what do i have to do it's okay you can do all but then you'll rest and realize it was actually the blood holding you so you can speak i'm not saying you speak don't speak speak but you'll realize it is the blood okay holding you so um, so what about the so so with my loved ones what do you do with your loved ones if they're sick you want to lay hands on them lay hands it says lay hands on the sick they'll get well speak on them like geetu spoke in position in rest the father wakes up not only her two other beds wake up okay we didn't have any prayer chain like i said here you realize the more you come to beloved you'll sit here it's it's not a prayer problem because prayer is really asking god god fix it god fix it why 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 and then it's okay i told you on wednesday also bible study in beloved i encourage you please call each other but when you are calling each other it's okay to talk about a problem but you can sort of look at the problem and then see yourself what is the problem making you in relation with it is it making you a slave to it have you become a victim to it and then in the midst of that remind each other your position 
that you all are sons still because every problem any situation comes to tell you sometimes that it's greater than who you are that's what fear is something telling you that it's greater than who you are like it's it's a god to you that's why it's says pull down and bring every thought to the obedience of christ pull every thought that is exalted itself greater than you that's what it means and so every problem that you go through it sort of gives you the impression at the end that i am greater than you you're not a son of god i'm greater than you and that's where the 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 rest is when you don't allow that situation to make you a slave to it how do you become a slave by obsessing about it by running after it and then you take your position as a son that no i am actually this looks greater but i am the greater one christ in me is greater creator will always be greater than creation if you made this chair is the chair greater than you you made it creator will always be greater than creation anything that's coming to you is creation it says it is a verse that said all the principalities powers everything were made by him through him for him now they fell but now in christ christ has taken the position again and put you back in position so they're all under your feet so anything that is coming against you is creation and it gives you the impression it's greater but it's still under your feet every situation and that's why you don't run you sit means you rest you don't allow yourself to be stirred up by your environment and most times it's the simple way of not doing it is being just waited out don't be so impulsive about things about decisions like i told you she forgot to tell you when we discussed the whole situation she saw, she went shopping at the airport she saw a couple of movies on the flight and then when she went there she looked she, there are siblings she's got two sisters or i don't know how many sisters one sister one brother she looked like the most she looked like the child who loves the father the least but she loved the father the most because what the others the tears will not get the father out truth will get the father out and she has to love in spirit and truth hear the message on love in spirit and truth so one love looks cold it's you uh one love looks lot of tears looks i'm worrying so much lot of works lot of flesh in it but it leads to death but spirit leads to life what which one is more effective loving in spirit and in truth okay so um so i was telling you um everything about our relation about about you like all the problems that are coming to you whoever it is you you are sitting here if you are in christ then the solution to everything is you and what do i mean by that meaning you solve those situations if they came to your ear by you not forgetting and then they'll get fixed in whatever situation it is now this can mean your loved ones so for me for example if anything comes about my mom or my sister or my nephew i actually don't she knows it the most i don't worry about half the times i don't even know that the problems have arisen because by the time i'm at the talking end with my mother they have subsided 
it's like that it's it's the blood everything is in the blood now suppose this is not my family members it's somebody else that comes to my ears it's still coming to whose ears son's ears how will you fix it so to them yeah i pick up the phone i tell them i i pray sometimes you know why you know why i pray and i always say please don't say god god healed god god because in our country there are many gods sachin tendulkar is also a god film stars are also gods okay please say christ because it is in his name that we are saved those who call on the the name of christ are saved not on god in christ is everything okay so i i always encourage when you are praying for anybody else like for example her loved uh, you know some friend pick up the phone and say yeah let me pray here yeah, in the name of jesus and you make prayer so simple father i just thank you you love her and in jesus name this is done now what happens when they get it fixed they know that jesus ke naam mein kuch kiya now next time they come to you say that listen it's not with me it's in his name now why don't you pray right now and ask him so that they know that the faith is not in me it's in the name and then what happens is i make it how you say it you know you speak it doesn't matter jo bhi ho dil mein bol do usko bol do and then when it happens now they know that it is in in christ that's how you get them get them attached to christ okay so everything about your life is in the blood everything that is coming to you also it's coming to the ears of the son i told you if any problem comes to you don't pass it on if it came to you that means you were meant to fix it because you are a son like imagine a problem coming to god's ears god saying let me go get uh michael and gabriel it's come to your ears you fix it you are understanding okay and you realize you start doing things in the small things bigger things get settled i told you once my sister's boss had cancer breast cancer so my sister calls me now my sister is like you know she's i know that she's in blood relationship one day she'll wake up fully but she's like here and there so she was like okay priya pray so she calls me up and she's in new york so she said priya my boss has they've detected that she's got lumps in her breast and this is cancerous so now that time all these thoughts went into my head but my sister is not yet saved and why is she calling me okay so but the truth is that she in the time when she heard that a boss is not well who did she pick up to call it came to the ears of the savior what will the savior do give your verdict on it i say i said anita don't worry it there is no cancer in her breasts two days later she calls me and says yeah the boss went back there is no cancer in the there is no cancer in the breast i don't know what happened maybe they diagnosed it wrong no 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 the sun intercepted in the middle everything changes at your ears so be in a culture where you start doing it to the small things because you're so used to like the minute we hear something it could be a maid there is the whole thing slip it on a prayer group pray for a maid pray for favor and we, what is it's a dead work going on it says in i think it's in philippians it says that let all your prayer requests and petitions be known to each other what does it say let's read let's read beloved open up how many read the word 
everyone in beloved reads the word say i read the word yeah okay let's see Philipp philippians philippians chapter 4 verse 6 philippians chapter 4 verse 6 be anxious for nothing that means don't be worried about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your prayer requests be known to each other let's call up the friend and send pray for my maid what does the scripture say let your request be made known to the father and the peace of the father will surpass all understanding and guards your heart and minds through christ jesus that's why if you don't go to the father <laughs> no matter what your pal says to you you will not have peace you will still be going and jumping and jumping and jumping and you don't get peace it's because you never went to him in the first place i'll tell you i have nothing i know beloved is known as like this it word of mouth they don't pray they don't pray it's not about prayer you can pray all you want i'm just saying if you realize who you are you stop doing a lot of the things that you're doing your very act of praying sometimes gives away to the whole principalities and powers your foolishness and then you can say i'm son i'm son and you can't move a grass <laughs> a thing is happening it's in the small things you take dominion she goes she's an elder it's her father i see you all organs are failing kidney is failing you know how important the kidney is the heart is failed there's water in the lungs all of this she's not told you all this i know i was at that end you all had a place that day i have spoken <laughs> and then resurrection life comes is because in that place my job and her job and your job anyone is calling you for any problems in the midst of the problems don't let the problems exalt themselves and tell you they are greater than you your job is to rest because the truth is that it is under your feet and the more you rest it's the blood that is working for you you realize it all things are under your feet i told you the word says sit still sit still and what does it say sit still and i will make your enemies your footstool if you're sitting if you're standing he can't make your enemies your footstool only if you're sitting can a footstool be under your foot so learn to sit it is finished work okay so does that answer that question so for the world please go say it as jesus stop saying god god go and take the name of jesus every testimony don't worry you know i know of sons who don't use they get the testimonies from christ but in the midst of friends they don't say jesus they'll share the testimony they're too scared of because of what people will think about them don't be shy if he is the one who gave you that victory blast it out is because one day the very person hearing it will need something and then they will know that it is in christ that gave you the victory i've never been ashamed of christ everyone in my family knows at some point they've hated me maybe but they're all in the kingdom because of standing taking that name okay now what about uh, okay now let's go to the next one um 
how to see abundant increase financially post tithing given first fruits and increase please address life for me personally and my daughter and son okay so for this message for this for tithing if you want to see financial increase in your life hear the message on abundance there's a whole series on beloved again just hear it um so i told you keep coming and hearing the word it's not that you will hear a message on money that will give you money you might hear a message on health and you'll still get increase in your finances okay because everything about you sons even as you're waking up meaning you're renewing your mind you're learning new truths about who you are i'll tell you what will happen you'll start becoming more stiller more stiller because you you're realizing who you are then a son has a father without the father there is no son without the son there is no father they both give each other their identity okay like just the way when kaira was born heer became a mother so the same way the son has a father i remember for money the simplest truth that the father has given me you have a heavenly father today that's my rest i tithe and everything that i do is to make money my servant see in the bible it says that you can't worship two gods and money is called a god you can't worship mammon and god meaning him father and so how do you get the money to rule you i mean how do you get money to become your servant and so that you can rule it by tithing is because god doesn't give asking charanas right like how sometimes we are in the old i used to go and give to some of the we you know to idols and all of that you're giving the coins it's one tenth it's a big lump but it's still not a very big lump it still is why is because when you are giving it to him now you it says that if you give the tithe the rest of it becomes holy because all your money is coming from babylon babylon means confusion from the world you don't know where it's gone it's gone to brothels it's gone to those prostitutes it's gone through children sex trafficking all of that that money has come in and how do you sanctify it how do you set apart set it apart you're giving this chunk and saying father i don't worship money i worship you and so now it sort of like it's a lot and so i'm giving all of this to him and now getting money to serve you let there be patience in it sometimes you might get an idea to start something it's all the father when adam sinned the curse that fell on the ground was now out of your sweat you will make money that means it's going to be hard labor but in christ christ sweat blood so that now it's redeemed and you don't have to sweat it to get money you get money because of blood it will be easy money where you'll work less you'll get more now in this in money especially you have to be lion king also so i told you it's not like one message i remember a son here going for a job interview where is he gone he's gone home oh there he is he's he had to go for a job interview and so when that job came there were other jobs coming he didn't go for them because they were just like highly like means if he was making so much it was just like a little jump over that and so this job interview came and um, he felt like going for this it he's not even studied for this position and then when it came for the monies they you know they said oh show us the pay slip we'll just give you whatever so much percent more than the pay slip and he said no he just went for an absolute 100% increase 
over that. And they said, we've never ever done this in our organization. Now, after that, this job interview, I said, they put all the pressure, they said, okay, then we won't give you this job. And he was like, that's okay. And then he it went, and I said, now you just sanctify yourself and be still, wait. Don't get succumbed to the pressure that it's going, I will lose something, no. All that belongs to you, and that is coming to you, I told you your supply changed. Your supply is coming from your heavenly father. So there's no this, this fear of, oh, I will lose something. No, all that is coming to you is coming from your heavenly father. So there's no fear of loss. And all that the father has for you will come to you. So now what if the HR person called him and said, no, this is going. And he made a deal, oh, let me get, okay, 50% hike. Who made the deal then? He did. So you know what he did? He didn't do anything when the whole pressure came. He just waited. And then after one month, that company came back to him and said, okay, the job is yours. And you have it. And he got an absolute 100% hike. It was never done in the organization. And they still singled him out and said, we've never done this. We've broken. We've changed some laws just for you. The sun operates from another kingdom. All of the kingdom is backing up and the blood is getting you everything. So you don't have to succumb to any pressure and say yes to anything. Just wait. Be still. Sanctify yourself. And this is where Lion King is involved. Hear the message on Lion King where you have to be like a lion doesn't ask. Lion goes and takes his ground. You are understanding. Okay? Relationships be Lion King. I have another... Um, Okay, so about tithing, so you're tithing, I tithe, I tithe, I never check for my increases, I tithe, and it's the father who, who's making me rich, you are not rich because of your money, you can have 1000 rupees, and you're still rich because the blood calls you rich, because you're, you're born of a king, Prince William is not looking at his bank account, Harry is left and gone somewhere living in Los Angeles, wherever he is, he is rich by inheritance, and no matter how far he goes, his dad, what's dad's name? I forgot his name. Charles will still be his father. And at some point, he will still be the king's son. Because inheritance is attached to blood, not territory. You are rich. Believe you're rich first because of blood. Apart from when you have nothing. And then when the world knows that I have nothing to hook in him or her, this person believes rich just because, yeah, then you'll see wealth getting attached also to you. Okay? I give because I'm born of the king. It's in my nature to give. If a king is walking on the road, maybe his horseman will give that person 10 bucks. But if it's coming out of the king, he will give some gold coins, dude. So everything that you do comes out of identity. Okay? You will give like a king. So, um, <clears throat> okay, let's go to the next one. Uh, you can still send me the questions. You can put it on Zoom and Zah will share with me. Um, we are married for 36 years. Need my husband's assistance in sharing household chores, children's affairs, all to be done in love. Hmm. Okay, this is a cultural thing. <laughs> This happens in India because my, my sister is married to an American and they're used to sharing all their responsibilities, okay? Now, this again, as you are a son, not an Indian, not an American, you are son. 
Jesus washed his disciples' feet. A son, if you are in the identity of a son, and what is the identity of a son? You are called to be a life-giving spirit, not a life-sucking spirit. Then you'll be depressed because you constantly want someone to fill you. But you are the filling one, then you never know because you are in your identity as a life-giving spirit. If you're a life-giving spirit, you'll be doing the dishes with your wife. You will be getting up doing the laundry with her. You will have share all your responsibilities because you're not in the role of a husband. You can go and make money. And as a son, if you're a son, then even the wife will be making money. So if you come into the identity, that's where all things happen in relationships is because one comes in the identity of a woman and then the woman will say, husband, you supply. I take care of the house, husband has to go out and work. Husband will come in the role of a husband, wife, you have to cook, I am only supposed to go and work. But if you all, that all comes from Adam. We are born from above. Jesus was always a life-giving spirit. I don't think he was telling anyone to wash his dishes. Maybe he'd go and wash his own dishes. Because he's a life-giving spirit. That's why he's washing the disciples' feet. In fact, the verse before he did that, it says, Jesus, knowing that all things had been given into his hands, now he took a girdle, put it around his waist, and began to wash the disciples' feet. It comes from knowing that all things are already yours. You have nothing to lose by doing this. There's nothing less and big. You can't serve until you know that everything is already yours. And Jesus came to serve, not to be served. There's a wrong kind of sonship that someone thinks that, oh, I'm son, so I should get everything. You are there to give. Because you have all things. You're the tap and the supply for everything. I've seen this in families. The problem comes when each is coming into the identity of the mother. Then the mothers will be overprotective about their children. The fathers, because fathers want to provide, the wife is not providing. The wife leeches on the husband. No, you provide. But if you're both coming to the position that I'm a son first, minister, you can do all of those things. But if I'm in the identity of a son, then I am the provider. We will all land up being the provider. Someone asked, is this the prosperity gospel? It's impossible <laughs> to be a son and not be rich. You hear this message, you'll get rich. If you don't want the money, please come and give it to me. I will go to Mauritius again. I have no problem spending your money. Okay, I have people who want to stay poor and all of that. Uh, you know, when problems come, I'm very sorry, you can't fix anything. Okay, in this world, God has given the money comes and we go and fix other things. We're planning to even do up this place. Now, don't say why you spend money on doing up this place. No, I like, we'll do, it, do this place up and make it very beautiful for you all. Okay, the father celebrates you. Righteousness brings wealth. It says, seek first the kingdom of God and whose righteousness? Not your righteousness. You're seeking your righteousness, you'll be poor. His righteousness and all these things. What are those things? What shall I eat? What shall I, where will I live? What will I wear? It says that the father needs all these things, but how are all these things added? To his righteousness. What is his righteousness? What does it mean? It's all attached to blood. Some, a son who just knows that everything is by blood. Inheritance is by blood to you. It's the security. If you know that, the devil can't put any hook on you. Okay? So everything is coming to 
by blood okay so for relationships again you are a son first husbands love your wives share everything do the dishes she's not a maid okay and wives i know that you all your life you maybe you've been at the in the home but maybe the father will start giving you ideas and you can be the provider you'll be surprised at any age you can start a business because in christ you are the supplier in my family to date including my mom my brother everybody we are all suppliers we are still getting our own money because the source is different for a son your life comes from son's life comes from the father has life in himself and he has granted the son to have life in himself so our life is coming not from the food we eat but from the holy spirit okay your pipeline change i always told you the world gets water from bmc you are getting your supply from i used another word i forgot now okay a family that prays together stays together please enlighten us okay so i have so many people who sometimes you know they parted ways or whatever and they said you know god attached this how did this happen all of that um okay so let me read this okay after adam sinned do you know what he told uh, do you know what he told god let me read that to you okay look at his accusation i like i like this interesting it says <clears throat> yes uh, i'll give you oh. <laughs> uh genesis 3 verse 12 genesis 3 verse 12 after adam sinned i like he blames god he's like i didn't do this genesis 3 verse 12 okay read what it says what does it say the woman whom you gave me the woman whom you gave me did this so one can say are god has attached this nothing bad can happen now god will only work all this out and all he only attached it you know i can go lay hands on somebody see this the woman whom you gave me she, what is this the woman whom you gave to be with me she gave me of the tree and i ate so basically all this rubbish happened but but you gave me this so this shouldn't have happened basically the understanding is that like god did this all of this and how did this happen priya why did this happen see god can attach but people forget that there's a co-laboring of the holy spirit god can bring me a lovely husband i better celebrate him because god has given it to me and so i feel sometimes they take the responsibility like god is and a god should only look over and i can just be anyhow no you're called to be a life giving spirit and there's a outworking and working out your salvation now not working out your salvation go over that message again on beloved it's on the youtube channel it doesn't mean to get saved working out your salvation because it's in every area of co-laboring with the holy spirit about who you are that's what gitu did she worked out her salvation in that in that whole circumstance that came away that was trying to tell her this i'm greater than you dad die and i'm telling you at some point we were even like okay let him go and then she goes and then she reads no oh, no okay just wake up and then dad wakes up and then she sees as greater the truth is that the blood is holding all of this everything and then two other beds also come up there is a working out of your salvation so god can attach but you as husbands and wife have to co-labor with the word and grow and just make like a beautiful tree the seed is there and now how it grows and what it becomes the 30 the 60 the 100 is based on you co-laboring with the word 
you know, I always believe in husbands and wives. It's not like this magical thing. There is a co-laboring with each other. And at constantly, y'all have to be life-giving spirits. Constantly submitting to the truth in each other. And if, if you're holding hands and one is going away, it's the responsibility of the other to pull them. Keep doing that, okay? 70% marital problems I get. And I'm single. But I still counsel them. I'll, I'll tell you some of the things that I'm dealing with, okay? Recently, and I've seen this, Lust is impulsive. Love is patient. Lust looks like it can get things quick. It doesn't. It will lead to death at some point. Love is patient. It looks like it's taking forever, but it will lead to life. Blindly just do this. I know many sons here, if you don't open your mouth now about Christ, it doesn't get easier. You think it'll get easier? No, because you got everything. The guy said yes to me. <laughs> Even in a family, if you're the son, you know the truth, especially about sonship, open your mouth and speak. People think that the person will be drawn away. It couldn't be further from the truth. It might look like they're going away, but they, the, the resistance that is going away with, they will come back like a rubber band and be that together with you. But if you never opened your mouth, it doesn't get easier. I know in family where people never open their mouth about Christ because they thought like it will ruffle it up and oh, there is just tension ruffles. Two days, ten years later, I speak to that person and they are, they're still talking and praying about Priya and praying for them to get saved. How will they ever get saved if you never open their mouth? Sometimes God takes you through the storm and now hear what I'm saying. It looks like a storm, but it's actually leading to still waters. So there is a lot of ruffling because what is happening when a, when a concrete, there's a, the foundation is like a concrete. Do you take one hammer and hit it? There's constantly hammering. There's a word in the Bible that says the word of God is like a hammer. It breaks everything. And so how do you break it constantly? By truth, by truth, by truth, by truth. That what happens to so many cracks that the, that the lies can't hold and a big foundation collapses. That's happened in my mom's life, in my aunt's life, in every son's life, in my path. Constantly, Jesus didn't change himself to people. The word says, Jesus didn't say, I believe the truth. He says, what does he say? I am the truth. Now, if you are Indian, in this room, you go out and hang around, go to America, and you hang around with some white people. Have you become white? What is the truth? You're still Indian among white people. The truth doesn't change. The truth is who you are. You don't change the truth and become different just because your environment has changed. Truth is truth. And so we don't speak up now. You think like it gets easy. No, it gets more difficult later on. I know so many people going into marriages without that other person knowing about Christ. It doesn't get easier. And now I get problems like Priya, uh, you know, it's started with small things. If you're not Lion King in the house and small things, like I said, when the boss started acting funny on you and you got scared and said, okay with him, now you're missing all your, you don't have time for the word, you're working overtime, sanctify yourself and say no. The father, the kingdom will provide you another job, rest. 
and more it will come because you're honoring the word more. Now you said okay, you didn't say okay. Now you go on even in the the house. The husband doesn't know about Christ. He's going to another church that is preaching something else. Sanctify yourself and tell him the truth. You are the truth in the house. And this is not about condemnation. This is about saying the Father loves you. You are the righteousness of God. You know everything. Don't worry. It'll happen by blood. Every time you're ministering life to somebody, especially in relationships, why am I telling you this? Don't make Jesus about yourself. Make Jesus about them. Don't say Jesus is just for me, because then it becomes competitive. My Jesus and your some other God. Make Jesus about them. The Father loves you. They have a problem. They're praying to their idols. Doesn't matter. Don't worry. I pray to Jesus. Jesus, Father, I thank you. And if they don't want to hear, pray with you. Father, I thank you. You love him even as he's going out. Your love is upon him. They're hearing all of that. Then when it happens, they know. Isnaikia, kuch to hua. You make Christ about them. Don't make Jesus about you, because then you'll create like a division. My God, your God. My Father and your Father. My God and your God. It's not about the gospel. You are the apple of His eye. Jesus loves you. Keep saying Jesus, 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 Jesus. Really, everything is in that name. What makes you think you won't get a dream one day? So much of Jesus is there. Because this happened with my cousin brother. When he was in the ward, there was so much of Jesus that he just said, in Jesus' name. And she said, and then he she stopped putting that, that uh, vaccine in him or whatever. He said it happened in his. But why did the name even pop up? Someone must have just spoken so much that in that hour of time, that one name flung up. So how much ever you got irritated of me before, it didn't matter. Because that word worked. I'm telling you, okay, don't ever stop your mouth for him. And this is not condemnation, you're a sinner and all of that. No. The Father loves you. Christ loves you. Okay? Jesus is with you. So uh, show them the awareness that they are loved. Who doesn't want a father? You address to the orphan heart. You make Jesus about them. Okay? Um, so I've seen, I've, I told you in relationships, if you are not saying it now, now, then uh, this is happening and I see this constantly and I I feel that you should open your mouth. They get married, <clears throat> then, uh, you know, uh, the work is not going well. First comes, there was no time for the word. So they've gone off the Bible studies, they've gone off, they've gone off listening, everything. Now no word. Now they're not even taking their position. They're waiting for their husbands to get some enlighten enlightenment one fine day from God or something. You have to be the speaking one, but in love in the family, slowly, slowly. Then that stops. Now, oh, Priya, he's cheating. All of these things happened because you didn't open your mouth. And then they come when everything is so bad. I'm like, it didn't rock like this. The Bible says in Matthew, it's, uh, I don't know, I think it's in Matthew. Let me open that. I'm feeling hot. Is the AC on? Okay, I'm just going to read this. Matthew 3. Uh, I think it's Matthew 3. Wait. Where is the guy who built the house on a rock? Okay, let me just take that sermon, okay? I don't know where it is. Jesus talks about... Okay, sorry. It's in Luke. It's in Luke 6, verse 46. Luke 6, verse 46. But why do you call me Lord? See this. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man 
building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock and when the flood arose the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it for it was founded on the rock but he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great what does jesus say here is he responsible for those situations he's saying there are two kinds of people both heard one heard and did one heard and didn't do and the one that didn't do the same storm hit one and the life collapsed but the same storm was there it doesn't say the storm is not there but it didn't affect one it stood it says the house of the righteous will stand it says the righteous is never uprooted in the way of the righteous there is life but righteousness also speaks the word says righteousness speaks the faith of the righteous speaks you speak the righteous are as bold as a lion not timid I'm very shy, Priya. But no, you're not Adam. You're Christ. Open your mouth. He who doesn't have any friends is also somebody who has never opened his mouth to say, "Can you be a friend to somebody?" Go and say a hi. If you are not in the identity of a life-giving spirit, you have no friends, because a life-giving spirit is looking to serve. Where can I go and be a friend to somebody? There's no in introvert in Christ. That's all comes from flesh. Okay. Uh, one second. Let's go ahead in this before we close. I've got some more things. A family that plays together. Okay. Um, something about children starting your work. Start. You know, ideas. You'll get ideas. You know, I did. I have like a. I did a a post line for some bit. I did it for two years. Now I got bored with it. A successful business doesn't mean you have to make it running and then it just go on for years and pump millions, and then it's number one. I just did something because I enjoyed it. I did it for two years. Now I'm bored. I'm not doing anything about it. My Instagram page is four pictures or ten. I've stopped. You don't have to be from the patterns and cycles of the world. God's definition of successful business and world's definition of successful business is very different. You can be very successful, making money, not like the world standards, and just enjoying. And you actually spend that money very well. Celebrate it. Whereas the other one is using all that money, putting it back in, and before they knew, they're pop and gone. They didn't do anything with the money. Enjoy, celebrate. I'm just saying, success is very different. Okay, so you can start a business. God will give you ideas. I know many sons in beloved. I'm not shared the testimonies, but they've started businesses. Okay, I get it on your your message me and told me, and they're doing well. Some started a peanut butter business. Some started just some butter business, and just word of mouth that started doing very well, and it was restful business. Okay, and God will give you those ideas. Okay, because you're a life-giving spirit. All riches come; they're getting attached to righteousness. Christ in you, the hope of glory. What does it mean? Can you answer it tomorrow? Christ in me, the hope of glory. <laughs> what does it mean? It means so many things. The one, the the reason why you should get the victory. Every problem that comes to you, how can it be greater than you if Christ is in you? Christ in you, the hope of glory means the reason why you'll see victory is because Christ is in you. Okay, uh, there are just many things to that. I can't say that in one sentence. Two questions: What is prayer? What is prayer? And how and what should be prayed? 
What is praying for others? Praying for healing or sick? When is it required and when is it not required? What is prayer? Prayer is communication with God. Just talking to God is prayer. Okay. Um, okay, let me just go. I have confusion. Why a son, knowing he is a son, if he does a mistake or sin, is it okay? Don't you think if he sins knowing he is a son that he will once again lose his connection with the father like Adam did? I understand old has been nailed to the cross, but what about the new sins? Once again, Jesus will not go on the cross for his new sins. As per my understanding, he should soon realize his mistake and repent and ask for forgiveness from the father and come back into the position of righteousness. If you can explain this. Um, okay, to the person who has asked me this, hear the message on what is sin. Most people think sin is something you do. Sin is not something you do. How did, before I came into Christ, how were all of us sinners? Why were we sinners? Because Adam sinned. Spirit died and sin was in the blood. That's why all disease, everything is related to blood. First thing they check, check blood report. Hereditary, attached to blood. Wealth, attached to blood. The blood got corrupted. Sin is in the blood. Now, in Christ, why do you think his blood had to be shed? So where is the father looking at? Whose blood? It's Christ's blood. That's why you go free. The whole gospel is about Adam sinned, sinning Sin came into the world, the whole world died. God sinned, the Father sinned, second Adam. He shed his blood to make you the righteousness of God. So Adam, when he became a sinner, he can do good things. He was still a sinner, doing some good things. It didn't make him the righteousness of God in Christ. Then in Christ, he who knew no sin became sin that you might become the righteousness of God in Christ. So now, after you got born again, Adam is a sinner. Now in Christ you got born, born again, you became a son of God. How did you become a son of God? By blood made you a son. Now that son can do silly things. He's still a son doing silly things. He's still a son by the blood because God is not looking at Adam's blood. He's looking at Christ's blood. Let me read, let me read this. This is, oh, just read all of Beloved on YouTube. Look at this. Death in Adam, life in Christ. Romans, Romans 5. Okay, how many are all awake and alive in Beloved? See this, Romans 5, verse, okay, verse 12. Romans 5, verse 12. Therefore, Romans 5 verse 12, beloved is awake and alive. No one is yawning. Is anyone yawning? How many yawned? <laughs> Therefore, just as through, no, not through Adam, through you, sin came in the world. What does it say? Therefore, just as through one man. Who is the one man? So how did sin come into the world. Huh? Don't take ownership of it. Who messed up? Adam was smart to say, Aray, I didn't. Wife did. Even you should do, no? Who messed up? Adam. Adam sinned. Through one man, sin entered the world and death through sin. So what came death? 
Why is there death? Health, everything, everything. Why is there death? Because of whose sin? Hmm. Because of Adam's sin. And thus death spread to all men because all sinned. Because all sinned. So how are we sinners? Not by what you did. The devil likes to point that out to you. Is based on who? Because of Adam's sin. You know, only with, if you're working with a boss, you will have a relationship of performance. And then you'll think if you didn't do it right, you might get fired. And it's very performance driven, boss, employee. But if you're with father, is it performance driven? You can mess up all you want. And maybe your father can be the boss in the organization. You might mess up. But why will things be different for you? Because it's based on blood. But most people are in the kingdom and they call him father, but their understanding is that a boss and employee. One minute sinner, one minute I'm saved. And it's a weird relationship. Christ brought you in fatherhood. It's, and fatherhood is based on blood. So Adam's blood is responsible for all the rubbish, including divorce, adultery, all of the mess, sicknesses, everything, everything. That's why you needed new blood. Because everything is tied up to blood. Christ is not looking at sin is in the blood, but Christ is not looking, Father is not looking at your blood. It's his blood. And that's why when the devil reminds you, looks at your blood, please point and say, not mine, his, his blood. Okay? See this, I'll just read that ahead, okay? Nevertheless, okay, for until the law, sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam, but sin is not imputed when there is, okay. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, means even if you were not, but because Adam sinned, you all became sinners, who is the type of him who was to come. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by one man's offense, that means Adam, many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of one man, who is the second man? Jesus Christ, abounded to many. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. Verse 17, for if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life, means reign over everything through the one in Jesus Christ. Therefore, as through one man's sin or offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation, even so through one man's righteous act, who? Jesus. Free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners so why were you a sinner because of what you do whose disobedience it's not saying your disobedience adam's disobedience many were made sinners don't take the responsibility of sin the devil likes to do that and a lot of people think because of no understanding of the word it says here by one man's disobedience Many became sinners because sin came in the blood. And now everything born of that blood is a sinner. That's why we were sinners by default. Even children, after some time, they will teach, steal the toys of the other kid. Sinners in the blood. Look at the next verse. 
so also by one man's obedience christ's obedience many will be made righteous moreover the law entered that the offense might abound but where sin abounds grace abounds much more so then as sin reigned in death even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life through christ our lord a sinner a, a son can slip here and there he can't stay there you remind them they're still sons don't it's like i give you the analogy right like a butterfly you were a fly before flies sit on poop they like poop they are designed to like poop and go sit on poop then that fly came got born again he became a butterfly his dna changed his nature came the holy spirit has come and dwelt in him now butterflies like to sit on flowers on pollen now when if they go and have some identity crisis and go and sit on poop don't go and tell them you become a fly again they've not they're still a butterfly and if they sit there they'll realize they were not called for these things they don't like it anyways they were called to sit on higher things that's why set your mind on things above remind them that they're still a butterfly sitting on poop they're still a sun shake and fly you were not called for poop and then they'll realize because their nature has changed everything in you sons wants to be just like your father everything in you okay the devil messes you and says no this is good no you don't like it anyways um so it's an identity crisis that's why it says awake to righteousness and sin not if you think like a king you'll walk like a king you'll live like a king if you think like a pauper you'll walk like a pauper you'll give like a pauper okay uh just two more questions um so yeah he doesn't lose his connection you're still a son he doesn't lose his connection like adam you know even after adam sinned he heard his voice god's voice because god said where are you he said i heard your voice and i was afraid adam still heard god's voice okay his spirit died and after some time i told you it got messed up and then uh, there were generations of living uh, long years before and then death came in progressively they started going shorter and shorter lives after the law came now in christ you should live longer and longer and longer don't try and be one with him he is one with you you are in christ adam is a sinner if you got born again christ is in you you are not a sinner you are a son sin is not something you do okay adam is a sinner sin, sin is something that adam did sin simply means separation from god and now the bible says who is he is joined to the lord is one spirit with him that's why the holy spirit is in you okay um go hear the message on what is sin okay suppose you had an arranged marriage to a guy who had good academics and job seemed nice religious person on the outside but st he started abusing you mentally and physically until it became unbearable and risky to stay in such a maniac personality even standing as a son has not changed the person also recently he does not provide for the family so is it best better to separate from such a person or keep patiently tolerating and await a miracle for his psychotic illness to be healed okay you know the bible talks about if you are born again so you can leave i'm not saying that you can't leave the bible tells you like if you are born again and the other person you have to be lying king here is sanctified because of you 
and it says that how do you know that the unbelieving one will not come to faith because of you but it also gives the give the opportunity that if the unbelieving one wants nothing to do with you you can leave okay you can separate um i've seen in these things like i said um you know if you got born again suppose you didn't know you 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 both were unbelievers and one of you got saved after you got married okay then of course i believe that god works for everything to actually work it out work it out for you and that's why you've got to be the the speaking one and uh, the bible even says that if the unbelieving one doesn't want to leave you please let him be attached meaning that's his choice he wants to stay with you then let it be because the believing wife or the believing husband is sanctifying the unbelieving one do you know why because you allow the bible calls marriage oneness oneness okay so in this i've always seen the lion king message bear truth okay no matter how hard nuts they are or anything the word your words sons are spirit and they are life just keep speaking and i told you don't make jesus about you make jesus about them and like the soil the farmer plants the seed and then he do doesn't go and dig up the seed and see what's happening it says that the farmer goes to sleep and then it is the seed that is doing its job and it's popping out at the right time and the harvest has come so there is a sleeping part for you and what is the sleeping part when they get all ruffled up don't get hassled because your words are spirit and life not theirs your words will do what they were sent out to do not theirs so just relax the seed will pop just be a life giving spirit okay um last question let's just take how do i overcome situations at work which are filled with politics around me and it's making every day of mine every difficult very difficult to work with them jesus roamed around his days also that was politics because there were heads in synagogues and all of these and getting him out of that was a political decision because he was coming and messing up the hierarchy there okay but like i said a son is true to who you are a lion is a lion in any area a lion is a lion and a lion was born to be king so it looks like you're fighting principalities and powers but they're already under your feet i've been in similar situations where everything comes actually from people there's so much of politics and babylon doesn't want you to prosper babylon wants you to just be stuck there and it's very like let me pull you down all of that wants to take a piece of everything and in that i told you especially in financial things taid very very uh, absolutely beautiful principle okay and you do it uh, it's a revelation go hear that series on tithing in beloved and be lion king don't allow your circumstances and environment to get you hassled you will see his righteousness and his blood separate you from the rest of the world and you get it and they don't there's a clear division because the blood is constantly dividing what is clean what is holy and what is not so it looks it's a mess constantly people are talking but relax it says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper and every tongue that rises up in judgment who shall condemn and this is my this is the righteousness that i have from him his righteousness goes and works on your behalf i've seen that when people are talking and everything no weapon formed against you will prosper because it's coming against the righteousness of god in christ it will only lead to the downfall
That's why it says, forgive them who mess with you. Why forgive them? They messed with me. Why forgive them? Because crap happens to them. Shit happens to them. I've seen this, people. Companies have closed down. Think, crazy things have happened. Offices have been set on fire because they're coming against the righteousness of God. So you forgive them. Give them mercy. Okay? So um, that was the last question. Any others, sir? No one has sent anything. Okay? Um, lay hands on people who are sick. It says here, if anyone among you is sick, call for the elders, lay hands. And then, let me just read that. Uh, because someone asked me, is it okay? Of course you can. There's nothing wrong in that. After some time you'll realize the greater truth is as his resurrection life is in you, giving life to your mortal body. So you learn to rest. Okay? See this. Is anyone, it's in uh, one, sorry, it's in James chapter 5 verse 13. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, see this, it will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to whom? To God. What does it say there? It says one and other and pray for one another that you may be healed. You know, we are one body. You know what autoimmune diseases where the cells are fighting each other. At some point, that's why it just says, forgive each other, forgive the brethren, okay? But, um, okay, the effective for which, uh, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. There are many times in Beloved, I have laid hands and I prayed, but my greater, my, my prayer is that you realize you're the righteousness of God because it says here, if he has committed any sins, they will be forgiven. This is a condemned heart. A condemned heart can't receive from the Father. Someone who is getting established in righteousness knows that all of his sins, past, present, future, is forgiven. The blood makes you secure. So there is a message even on beloved. Sickness is directly proportionate to sin consciousness. The more sin conscious a person is, he will keep falling sick. The more righteousness consciousness you are, apart from the flesh, righteousness, the Bible says, leads to life. That's why you'll have these testimonies where things just disappear, all of that, because you're coming out of sin consciousness into life. That's why it says if he's committed any sins, tell him he's forgiven. It's like a condemned heart needs to be reminded again and again. So it's okay. I'm just saying you're going from truths to greater truths. After some time you'll rest is because resurrection life is in you, Romans, I think eight, giving life to your mortal body okay your bloodline got changed adam is a sinner he falls sick he has poverty he has all manner of death because of the blood he walks in in christ you became born again you have a new bloodline that's what we were celebrating communion and that blood has no sickness has no sin because of sin death came in but if sin has been taken away how can you have death in your life. Whose blood are you living by? We are called to live by faith in his blood that has made you a son of God. And that's why you can expect to have divine life. You can expect to have marriages healed. You can expect to have financial prosperity because his blood has no sin. And where there's no sin, there is life and life in abundance. Okay, everything is drawn to blood. Okay, so let's give a spiritual tithe.
for those who are new, spiritual tithe is a thanksgiving of all the increase that came to you, of all the revelation that you heard, of all the understanding. We're giving a tithe by faith to Christ, who is a high priest. So just say this after me. Father, I'm a son in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I give you a tithe, a thanksgiving of all the increase and life that has come to my soul. And just worship him and thank him for what everything that you receive today. Oh, Rahadar, Yarada Baba, Sheikh Raha, thank you, Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you increase it. E Rahadarara Baba, Sheikh Rahadalara Baba, Stiri Yarada Baba, Hashuk Rahadarara Baba.